Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Building from the Bottom podcast. I'm your host, Gareth Rafferty, and this is Chapter 3, Episode 23. Welcome back. It's now like the 8th or ninth, or maybe even the 10th week of quarantine, especially here in the UK. I think people are starting to somewhat give up. The light is getting dimmer at the end of that tunnel, as people would say. And although the weather this week has been extremely warm, I've been personally boiled in my flat. Today, the weather has decided to calm down a little and it's now nice and cool in my apartment. So this week, we've got quite a lot of fun and interesting topics on my list And to be honest, it's been quite a normal week for me, especially working at home now. It's just been an average week. I wouldn't say it's been an extremely productive week, but I wouldn't say I haven't got anything done. It's just been like your typical standard week. It's 10.22, oh no, 10.23 in the morning, of course. And it's the 10th of April. No, it's not. It's the 10th of May. See, this is what quarantine's doing to me. I'm absolutely losing my mind. I don't even know what day it is now. It's Sunday anyhow. And yeah, it's the 10th of May. This week, I had a call with a guy and I'll tell you a bit more about him later on. But that's what most of this podcast is going to be about because I learned, well, if I say a lot, that would be an understatement. Great, great guy. And yeah, I'll move on to that. But first, I've got two points that I want to bring up before we really delve into the topics that are more businessy. I've been reading a book and I'm currently reading this book. It's called Never Split the Difference, Negotiating as if Your Life Depended on It. And it's a book by Chris Voss. I'll put all the details in the description of this episode. But It's been a really interesting book because the guy that wrote it is actually from the FBI and he used to work in the FBI as a negotiator. And so throughout the book he's constantly making references to scenarios he was in of people robbing banks or hostage situations and how to negotiate around those. And he says he realized that negotiation, whether it's in business or whether it's in a life or death situation, negotiations work the same. He talks a lot about the questions that you're asking people. And he even in the recent chapter that I've just read, he even referenced him going to buy a car and how he managed to negotiate the price down by about $6,000, which doesn't seem like a lot of money, but when you're already paying 30 grand for a car, $6,000 is a nice amount of money back in your pocket. And he talks about different questions that you ask or calibrating questions. And he says you really need to be asking those what questions and those how questions. And instead of just upfront saying no, you need to show a bit more empathy by asking these types of questions to make the other person feel that they're always in control and also to get them to start feeling empathy for you and putting themselves in your shoes so that you can get what you want. And I probably haven't described that as great as I could have, but definitely go and check out that book. Over the next week, I'm probably going to make a book review on that book because I'm coming to the end of it now. I think I've got about 
40 to 50 pages left. So over the next three days, I'm going to get that finished. Besides the book, there's a podcast I was on this week and it's called Divided by Brand. Daniel, the person that runs this podcast, he is quite new to podcasting. He's been wanting to start a podcast for a while and finally he's got around to doing it. He put out he put out his trailer episode a few weeks ago and now he's starting to bulk up his content so that he can start uploading on a regular basis. This was an extremely interesting podcast to be on because the whole topic of being on this podcast is really about branding and in particular some of the struggles that I have faced building that brand whether it's personal brand or business brand in my episode I covered both but hopefully that should be out in the next month or so and I'll make sure I bring that back up in future episodes so you guys can give that a listen I definitely shared a lot of value in terms of building that brand and how I really got started in content creation because oftentimes getting started is the hardest part. So definitely um, be prepared for that. That will be coming in future episodes and I'm extremely excited to launch that podcast and be part of that podcast journey with him because it's just a really good podcast idea. I don't really think I've seen anyone that has a similar technique or topic of what he is offering to other people through his podcast. So yeah, great, great guy and really enjoyed being on that podcast this week. That was on Friday the 8th, so just a few days ago. Now we're moving on to that call that I mentioned. Really, really juicy call, really enjoying call to be honest. Initially when I went in, I didn't know what to expect because we'd spoke a little bit about what each, what each of us do, but I didn't really fully understand what he did. And so when I went on that call and he said to me, have you read up on what I do? I decided to say no, because I knew that he ran an incubator, but I didn't really know what that was. And so this guy, his name was Adib. I think that's how you say it. And yeah, he runs an incubator, which basically helps small companies to get all of the knowledge and expertise and really build that foundation of knowledge so that they can grow their company more. And also that does include series A funding, which um, obviously is investment. So that's something I haven't really talked about, but I'm going to talk about in today's episode. And I believe series A investment is the first set of investment you get as a company. It's kind of mainly for startups and Adib and his incubator, they really work with tech startups. So that's the sort of niche that they focus on. So it was really great to hear about some of the people that he's currently working with. And as we started to progress through the call, I could really tell that he knew what he was talking about and that he'd been in the industry for a good few years. And I could just feel his expertise. But that really, really came especially when we got towards the end of the call or what I thought was going to be the end of the call and he said is there anything I can help you with and that was extremely interesting for me because usually people aren't that upfront and so when he asked this question he said along with those words 
is there anyone I can connect you with, any questions that you have, etc., etc. And so I started thinking in my head for a quick second, and I thought of two things I wanted to ask him. The first, the first thing I wanted to ask him was about um, being a founder in a company and how that works and if he had co-founders and how all of that kind of pieced together, having that co-founder relationship. And he shared to me something that he said would be extremely useful for me actually, which was writing down some of the worst case scenarios and how you would react to those. So scenarios like what happens if you and your co-founder for example, live on different continents, I don't know. And just by writing down these worst case scenarios and thinking about those situations in my mind, even though I don't have, even though I don't have a co-founder, it was really interesting for me to see how I would react in those certain circumstances. It was really fun for me to play through that task it was probably the most writing I've done in a good few months as well. So I did all of this on paper because it lets my thoughts flow a bit more. And so that was a really interesting topic to talk about, really. And I enjoyed it. I definitely, definitely enjoyed it. Then we moved on to the next topic. This topic was investment. And it was really interesting to see what this guy had to say about investment, because the truth is not many people really talk about investment, especially in the business world. It's seen as this glorious thing, but actually there are slight intertwinements that get quite confusing. What he was sharing to me about investment, initially I went to him and I said, do I really need investment? I don't feel like I need it. So what would your suggestions be? Would it be worth getting investment just for the sake of getting investment? He really changed my perspective because he replied to me saying, well, why do you feel that you don't need investment? And then he went into some of the companies he's worked with and he said he works with, I think it was 15 companies at the moment and only one of them doesn't need investment. And that's purely because they already have lots of capital themselves. So that, really got me thinking about what could I use investment for? He said, usually investment is used to grow the company. But the problem with investment, he said, it's like a plane. Your business is constantly a plane that is falling out of the sky, plummeting towards the ground. And when you get investment, all it does is lift you a little bit higher than where you were previous. So then that means you can hire more people. But the problem is if you hire more people, that makes the plane get heavier and it falls a lot quicker. And just that whole concept of an airplane falling out of the sky, I've never seen business perceived as that. And so that was really, really interesting for me to hear. What was also really interesting was that he said, so technically, yes, you could have funding because you always reach your maximum capacity. For example, say that you've got 40 hours in a week. If you've got 40 hours in a week, you might put 10 hours to focusing on sales 10 hours to focus on um, marketing, 10 hours to focus on your blog, and 10 hours to focus on business planning for the future. And obviously, in that 
capacity. There we go, that's 40 hours done. But where does client work come into that? And then automatically, your 40 hours then aren't enough hours. So then you, you might say, okay, okay, that's fine. I can then spend the next 10 hours doing client work, but then you're doing 50 hours of work a week. And there is going to reach a point where you want to start hiring people. And as soon as you start hiring, what happens to the management of them? Is that just going to be an extra 10 hours added on? And so by getting investment, you can automatically hire more people, which frees up a lot more of your time to do more of the business planning work and more of the kind of operational and management side of things. Truth is, sometimes in business, we're not always going to be working with clients. We're not always going to be working on the product, especially if you're a founder or a CEO of a company. Sometimes you always have to stay at that management level, especially when you start to hire people. So this really got me thinking about investment. Should I take it? That's the question. Should I go out there on my search during building my business, looking for investment? And maybe right now is not the right time for me to start looking for investment. I don't even have a product at this moment in time. But in the future, I might start thinking about investment, especially after this conversation that I had with him. Of course, it helps companies grow quicker, but just by having that investment, it will allow me to free up more of my time so that I can work on the things that need to be done. But obviously, with investment comes a lot more responsibility. Sometimes you might have to sell a part of your business like 5, 10, 15, 20% of your company shares so that someone then owns part of your company for those five years, 10 years or forever, depending on the contract. But it depends how you value that money because if you really need that money to grow the company, then that 5, 10, 15, 20, 25% of the company then becomes less valuable. Because you will have that person's knowledge, you'll have that person's expertise, you'll also have their person, that person's money, which will allow you to grow the company. So it depends what's more important, moving forward and growing or staying where you are. Of course, there's many ways to get investment. You can go to private investors and incubators like this, or you can get investment from the bank, get a loan, or you can also get family investment, friends investment, bootstrapping, things like Kickstarter, all these different types of investment you can have access to when you're starting a company. It just depends whether you want to take it or not. But from my perspective, after hearing that story about the aeroplane flying through the sky, plummeting to the ground, it's definitely changed my perspective on investment as a whole. Moving on swiftly, the next point in my diary and the final point in my diary really is my company. Something I haven't really updated on in a while, probably like two to three weeks. But this week, as I said, it's been a pretty kind of drab week, pretty boring week. I've been planning, basic planning for business, as you do, um, working on those worst case scenarios, writing down on paper what would be the worst case scenarios and how I would deal with them 
things like investment, knowing the right time to invest, um, knowing when to open your office and when to kind of start hiring people, all these different things definitely got me thinking after that call with Adib. I've also been learning a lot this week. Obviously that call helped a lot, but also just by reading, I've been doing a lot of research this week on my computer, looking at Forbes articles, medium articles, all of these types of things, and just kind of learning more business, if that makes sense. I've also been holding off from action this week. It's very easy to run into complex situations and just start throwing stuff all over the place. But actually just by planning and spending a bit of time to kind of be there and think can actually help you progress a lot further. Sometimes you can build this company in your mind and have a great product and idea, but when you take it to market, you miss quite a lot of things. And actually, although you might have your product and you might have everything ready, now might not be the right time to launch it. It might be in a month's time. It might be in two months' time. It could be even be in a year's time. But definitely thinking about when you're going to launch your product and your service, whichever, either or, is extremely important. People were telling me this when I first started, and the truth is I didn't really listen. I was just like, you know what? This is going out right now. This is the perfect time. I can't see any problem with this, but actually if I just took a step back for a few days and just looked at what I was doing, I might have realized an opportunity that I wouldn't have realized and I haven't really realized. So that's a huge piece of advice I would suggest for you guys, which moves me very, very swiftly onto my company at the moment. It's currently on hold. So it's still a podcast management company. Don't get me wrong. Obviously, I'm planning a lot at the moment to see where I'm going to take it in the future. But I'm putting it on hold until I get to start moving around the UK because I've got a few people I want to meet with first before I can move it forward. Now, so I'm trying to do as much as I possibly can that will help those conversations. But I don't want to have those conversations over the phone. I want to have them in person. and. I can't really tell you much more at the moment because of the nature of it. But as soon as I've had that conversation, I will be coming back to you guys, which you never know. That could be next Sunday. I know in the UK um, today, we've got Boris Johnson, who's our um, prime minister. He is going to be live on news channels all over the country discussing how we're going to move forward in this coronavirus period. So I'm extremely excited to see what he has to say because that could mean that action on this further stages of my company could be moving forward a lot quicker than I first expected, which is perfectly fine because to be completely honest, I'm driving myself slightly insane, just having to hold back on the company. And in a way, it means I've got a lot, lot more free time to do whatever I want to do, whether that's playing Xbox, and watching TV. Um, I've got a lot more time to do these things, but I also really want to work and I'm constantly at the moment really kind of honed in on my company. And I feel like 
I'm in a, a much different situation to when I first released Newfound Media because I feel like I'm picking up on more. I feel like if any of you guys have watched things like Superman and Spider-Man in particular, actually, in the original Spider-Man films where you've got Peter Parker and he's at school and then this guy's coming at him about to punch him. I think it's in like the third scene or something like that. And he has his spidey sense and he just moves out the way and dodges it. Well, that's how I feel at the moment in terms of business. And I apologize if I've just bored everyone. But at the moment, I'm on a real kind of superhero vibe because I've been watching a lot of The Flash recently. But that's just how I feel at the moment in terms of business. I feel like I'm picking up on a lot of different things that I didn't pick up on originally. And of course, that will come with experience. And I'll probably listen back to this podcast in a year or two's time and feel like I was a white idiot because I missed something. But anyhow, that's where I'm at at the moment. I feel like I've got spider senses. Maybe maybe I got bit by a spider in the night. <laughs> but yeah, that's where my company's at. That's where the UK is at. And that's where my life is at, at the moment. Over the next week, I have no idea what's going to happen. If Boris Johnson does say that we're going to be moving forward and we're going to start moving around the country, then hopefully I'll be able to get that conversation in and start moving my company forward as well. Obviously, I'm kind of on hold at the moment, trying to do as much planning as I can, but we'll have to roll with the punches on that one. Anyway, I hope you guys have really enjoyed this podcast, spoke about some different topics I don't usually talk about, especially planes diving towards the floor but anyhow i hope you've enjoyed this and i hope everyone here is staying safe and doing really well whatever country you're in and listening from a huge thank you all for listening and this has been chapter three episode 23 of the building from the bottom podcast thank you so much for listening and have a great week